0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, February 7th. I'm Jonathan All. It's been one year since Missouri legalized recreational marijuana, That's affected tax revenue in Metro East communities that had established dispensaries opening as early as January of 2020.
1: I think at the end of the day, people are going to shop just like any of us. We buy groceries at a certain place because we like the selection. We like the service. We like the people that help us. It's convenient to our homes.
0: Coming up on The Gateway, St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer explores the issue. The Missouri House and Senate yesterday held hearings over resolutions that declare the state's support of Israel. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports.
1: Lawmakers heard testimony for hours, with roughly the same amount of people speaking in support of the resolutions and against them. The sponsors of the resolutions, which included House Speaker Dean Plocker, expressed their desire to support Israel. Hours earlier, a speech by an Israeli diplomat to lawmakers was interrupted by protesters in favor of a ceasefire. One person was arrested. Naveen Ayish was one of the protesters who spoke out. She said she and others did not originally plan to interrupt the speech.
0: We did not have plans of actually disrupting. That's the truth. It just, he began speaking, and it was very triggering, a lot of the things that he was saying.
1: Ayish later testified against the resolutions. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Missouri Governor Mike Parson says he will use his podium to publicly stand with Israel in its war in Gaza. He appeared Tuesday night on a panel discussion hosted by the Jewish Federation of St. Louis. Parsons says he can't imagine the pain Israelis felt on October 7th when Hamas militants crossed into Israel and killed about 1,200 people. People's got to be held accountable for what happened. Whatever means that takes, they have to be held accountable. There is no way to sugarcoat that. Parsons says his two trips to Israel deepened his Christian faith and he encouraged people to stand against hate. Metro East abortion providers yesterday asked Illinois lawmakers to enact statewide protections that protect providers and patients from violence and harassment. Representatives of Planned Parenthood and the Hope Clinic for Women say more protesters are harassing patients and workers, obstructing clinic entrances, and misleading patients with fake check-in signs. Some states have enacted statewide so-called buffer zone laws that keep protesters from approaching patients. Providers say they rely too much on clinic escorts to keep patients safe and want lawmakers to step in. They say protesters have targeted clinics in Illinois since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in 2022. A Democratic lawmaker from Columbia is strongly opposed to a measure restricting transgender students' access to school bathrooms and locker rooms. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more from State Representative Kathy Steinhoff's appearance on Politically Speaking. Steinhoff is a former teacher who spent time working in Columbia's school district. She's dismayed that some GOP legislators want to require transgender students to use bathrooms or locker rooms that align with their sex assigned at birth. Steinhoff says the legislation is another example of Missouri lawmakers going after a vulnerable element of the LGBTQ community.
1: I see some students that are there testifying every day and just begging to basically say, leave leave us alone.
0: Missouri lawmakers have held hearings recently on the legislation restricting transgender students from using bathrooms or locker rooms that match their gender identity. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Former State Senator Maria Chappelle-Nadal is running for Congress again. This former state senator and state House member announced yesterday she'll run in the 1st District Democratic primary. In a web video announcing her decision, she says she's a better fit for the St. Louis-based district than incumbent Cory Bush or St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell. I've spent the last 20 years of my life serving the working people of St. Louis, fighting for our planet, and standing up for our freedoms. I have more legislative experience than Cory Bush and Wesley Bell combined. Chappelle Nadal previously ran unsuccessfully for Congress in 2016, Whoever wins the August Democratic primary in the 1st District is likely to prevail in November, since the district is overwhelmingly Democratic. The St. Louis Blues will be playing in the NHL Winter Classic next year. The annual New Year's Day event features an outdoor game played at a football or baseball stadium. The Blues will travel to Chicago to play the Blackhawks in Wrigley Field in the 2025 edition of the game. The Blues last played in the Winter Classic in Minnesota in 2022 and hosted the event at Bush Stadium in 2017. Before last February, St. Louisans needed to travel to the Metro East to buy recreational marijuana. In the years since Missouri legalized it, what has that meant for Metro East dispensaries and communities? St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports.
1: Few cities across the state of Illinois benefited from recreational marijuana quite like Collinsville. It was the first in the Metro East to open a dispensary in January 2020. uh, Looking right now, I'd say there's probably a good half mile long line of people. And uh, when we got here, Charles Walters was like many in the St. Louis Metro that that morning in 2020. He made the trip early to Collinsville to buy something he could only get there. And in the first couple of years, the city of Collinsville made well over $1 million in sales tax from recreational marijuana. But the market has gotten more saturated since then. One year ago, the competition really grew when Missouri dispensaries opened their doors. For Collinsville, the city went from making $1.3 million in sales tax in 2021 to about $780,000 last year. City manager Derek Jackson says they expected it. We knew once once Missouri legalized... There were folks, you know, that were obviously traveling across the river to come to us. We knew that, that would our volume would likely go down, you know, because those folks, it's more convenience. Jackson says the drop is not the end of the world. Collinsville has used the money for capital improvement projects, like fixing sewers, roads, or replacing old vehicles. Now, there's just less cash than the past couple of years. It's not like there going to be any layoffs or any reduction in services the city provides its residents and businesses is just less of a boon for our capital projects. For Soge, something similar happened. The village was making about $55,000 per month on its sales tax for marijuana. Last year, that figure dropped to about 23000 The marijuana sales tax revenue allowed village mayor Rich Soge Jr. and the police union to strike a contract deal back in 2022. Due to this influx of revenue, We had our probably our largest increase of our payroll for the police department that we'd ever had done before. But unlike Collinsville and Soge, one Metro East community outperformed expectations, Fairview Heights. I've had people ask, what was the impact uh, since Missouri has opened their dispensaries? And to be honest, we have seen little or no impact. Fairview Heights Mayor Mark Kupski says the city has made around $1 million in sales tax each year from recreational marijuana. This fiscal year, they're on track to hit that mark, even after Missouri legalized. And there might be a few reasons why Fairview Heights performed better. Collinsville had sold so much in the first few years that it was bound to see a drop. Another possibility for Collinsville is that it just didn't get more Missouri competition last year. Three other Madison County cities all got dispensaries, too. Justin Leiby, an accounting professor at the University of Illinois, says when Missouri opened up for business last February... Illinois sales dropped about 30 percent. Libby says he honestly expected more. Oddly enough, the data actually suggests some Missourians are still coming to Illinois. I
0: would have expected nobody is, is any longer going to be coming from Missouri to Illinois to purchase cannabis simply because a lot of the products are going to be the same and it's cheaper in Missouri.
1: And one of the biggest reasons that weed is cheaper west of the Mississippi comes back to the tax rates, and Missouri's is less for recreational. But Kupski with Fairview Heights says he wonders how much consumers make decisions based on the sales tax. I think at the end of the day, people are going to shop just like any of us. We buy groceries at a certain place because we like the selection, we like the service, we like the people that help us. It's convenient to our homes. And Libby, the accounting professor, says the tax rate does matter, but maybe not as much as some think it does. Changes to state taxes is a decision that state lawmakers would need to take up. In the meantime, St. Louis-area consumers will continue to make their own choices about where they buy their marijuana. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We are a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.